For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Look around at all the empty chairs. Tell somebody, look around, look around, look around. And where is your part in this? Where is your part in this? Is because most of us came alone. You know, and um, I am believing God that this year, our year of work. Can you see the banner behind our year of a year of work? Is a year that many of us will work for God. Is it a good idea? Oh, I didn't even hear an amen. And this morning, I'm glad that we've come. That's uh, what we will see. I hope will change our lives and cause us to um, rise up and fulfill the calling that God has called us with. Let us pray. Father, thank you so very much for this this morning. Thank you for... Can I have some volume, please? Thank you for every opportunity we have to gather like this in your presence. Thank you that as we come, um, we don't come to a hall, we don't come to a building, but we come into your presence. And there in your presence is two things, the fullness of joy and strength. Let that be our portion today. Fullness of joy and strength. Let us live here satisfied in ourselves that we have met God and cause us to go and accomplish something great this week. Let this be a week of Increase a week of achievements. And even as we enter into a time of fasting, oh God, let something break in the heavenlies. Let there be a release of some kind into our bosoms and help us to do well in all that we are doing. Thank you so very, very much. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Put your hands together and you may be seated. This morning, I want to introduce the subjects for the year. Okay? I want you to listen. I mean, you are, you are the lucky ones who have come early because you will have a full understanding of what we are trying to do this year. But it will be painful if you also understand, but don't change. You understand? You are with me. It will be 
a very big anticlimax if you who are here to understand the purpose of our theme for the year do understand it but still remain the same and so um, pay attention this morning to this short message okay and it is this our a year of work why you should work and who you should work for is it a good statement why you should work and who you should work for amen and our theme for our verse for this month is exodus 23 and verse 25 um, exodus 23 and 25 this scripture tell somebody even you can remember it even you can remember this scripture 23 25 2325 2325 hey you say 2325 ah this one there even you even side two class two boy can remember 2325 ah we can remember about exodus 2325 and it says what and ye shall serve the lord your god and he shall bless thy bread and thy water what is bread and water it is the basic food of the basic it is i mean it's the minimum food you can have even this week we are doing bread and water but no bread this week is water alone is it a good idea you mind me give to you mind me are just smiling at me is a is a is a liquid fast we are entering this week Oh, but listen why should you work I mean last week I was discussing with you and we all agreed rest is better than work we all agreed true or not true we all agreed actually to lie down coca-cola popcorn kebab watching tv hey what a good life it's a sweet life. What would you add? Palm nut soup. What would you add to Coca-Cola? Uh, chicken. Fried chicken. KFC. Or, or not KFC. Yeah. I mean, add. So popcorn, KFC, Coca-Cola, and kebab. And chips. Hey, Pamela. And then you're watching your favorite program. What's your favorite program? You don't have a fear. You can't say it here because you are. <laughs> or hear it. No, that, that is, you see, that is what is, may seem enjoyable. But we agree that after a while, this life will kill you. After a while, lying down, just doing nothing. After a while, you now, nah, you'll be so bored. you just be looking for something to do. When Jack Toronto comes, you follow him and go to town. And so this morning, I want us to are you paying attention why you should work amen and so if you are not working you are breaking a certain rule why you should work and then question two this morning is who you should work for hallelujah so question one why should you work do you know why you should work 
Because it is one of the fundamental commands. Genesis chapter 3. It is a fundamental command that God gave us. When God said, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not lie, commit adultery, not fornicate, all those commands he gave us. How many are trying to obey those commands? Hey, those whose hands are done, you're not trying to obey those commands. No, uh, let's, let's, let's be alive in church. How many are trying to obey the commands of God? Can I see your hand? Yes. And, and listen, look at me, look at me. Don't come to church and fold your hands and say, I've come. Touch your neighbor's head. Stop that foolish thinking. Touch your neighbor's head. Touch your neighbor's head. Hey, did you hear touch your... You already have come to church on strike. You are afraid. Touch your neighbor's head. And use your two fingers and tap and say, look, when you come to church, be in church. Why? Hey, don't come to church and you're waiting for church to close. You say, well, I've just come. I'm here some. No, 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 no. You must, you must be a partaker of the church. Otherwise, it doesn't benefit you. Amen. amen. And when we hear amen, look, say amen. amen. You didn't say it well. Amen. Say it well. Amen. And when I say raise your hand, raise your hand well. Okay, raise your hand. Ah, your hand works. Clap for your hand that is working. Amen. And so, why you should work? Because it is one of the funda. In fact, it is one of the first commands that God gave us. Genesis chapter 3. And verse 19. Are you there? What does it say? In the sweat. Are, are, are we here? Let's all read it together. Ready, go. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread. Full stop. Are, are you here? What does it say? In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread. What does it mean? It means no sweat. Hey, I didn't hear some of you. It means no sweat. And so those who want to eat bread without sweat, what are they? No, those who are wanting to eat bread without sweat, what are they? Thieves and robbers. Are, are you here this morning? No, I'm, I'm just, you see, listen to me. One of the big mistakes is that very few of us, people tell you the truth. Everywhere there are lies. True or not true? Everywhere. Even your friends are lying to you. Yesterday I was calling, talking to somebody. Oh, lies. Hey. I mean, lie. He said, oh, where are you? I'm here. Hey. I'm here. He wasn't there. He was somewhere else altogether. Lies. And so we live in a world of lies. And that is why, at least, when you come to church once a week, you hear the truth. Amen. And this is the first truth you must hear this year. That you must, in the sweat of thy brow, of your face, you, tell me about you, you sweat. To eat. No sweat. No eat. Shake somebody nearby. Tell them, no sweat. 
no eat. If, if you are eating without sweating, what should I say next? If you are eating without sweating, either you are a child that your father is caring for you or you are doing something wrong. Are you listening to me? And, and you see, unfortunately in our society, we have many people who eat free. I mean, we have grown-ups who are sitting down under a tree playing dummy all day. They play and then if they get up, they're going home to go and eat. Or it doesn't happen here. No. And I, I don't mean a wife who is living with their husband where their husband is working. That's not eating free. No, 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 no. No wife chops free. Hey. Look, young ladies, I said no wife chops free. They pay in cash or kind, but they pay. What's the kind? Okay, there's a wife here. There's a wife here. Your husband is not here. (laughs) Yeah, he's not here. But they pay. Amen. Amen. And and it you see, these are do you know God made the world and He made it in a way that it will work best for all of us. This is the world God made, that it will work best for all of us. And so for the whole world to move in synchrony, everything working together, it it should be this way. Everybody should work. Hallelujah. And if you don't work, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. And verse 10. I want you to pay. So, what? The first scripture this morning, remember these scriptures, they're very important as a foundation to this season we are in. What's the first scripture? Genesis. No, no, that was, that's just for the whole year. For this message. Genesis 3, 19. That what? In the sweat of thy brow or face, whichever you like, you will eat. Okay? Now look at this one. Verse 10. For three ten. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you. Another command. Another command. That what? No, no, no. Some of you are on strike. Please, let's all say together that what? You see, these words may condemn you. That's why you are not saying it. I want us all to say it together. Ready, go. That if any would not work, neither should he eat. Who said, hey, you are not seeing that. This is the Bible. This is the Bible. And so, if you are eating without working, you are doing something wrong. Amen? Amen. Verse 11. What does it say? For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly. Disorderly. Are are you listening? Look, not working. Not working is a, is a, it is not the right thing to do. 
it is not the right thing to do. Hallelujah. Are, are you with me? It, it, there is something very, very wrong with what you are doing if you don't work. Something is very wrong. Hallelujah. Let me read another scripture this morning. Ephesians 4 and verse 28. Are you here? It says what? Let him that what? Hey. Let him that I, I cannot hear you. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor. Give me another version. Uh, New Living Translation or something. I, I want the word work to appear in the scripture. You know, you must work fast. Yeah. If you are a thief, stop stealing. Rather, use your hands for honest work. Amen. 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 It means that we must work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are are you with me? And if you are not working, you, you deserve no food. Food is, food is the, you see, when you are paid, your salary comes. What's the first thing you buy? Food. Food represents your money in the most basic way. Because sometimes in a whole month, you don't buy a dress. Or, or what? In a whole month, you don't buy a dress, but you buy food. Every day. Sometimes one week, you don't do your hair. Or two weeks. One month. Months. Hey. I don't see this in my house. So months. You don't do your hair. But you buy food. So the most critical thing you buy, you don't pay rent every month. You pay it once a half a year, every year, or something. So the most, are you listening? The most basic thing that you buy with your salary consistently is what? Food. So when we talk about food, we are meaning your salary and everything. So when he says no work, no food, it means that, that's the reward of your, of your labor. Amen. That's the word of your labor. Every and when you are paid, most people when they get money, the first thing they go and buy is drink a Coca-Cola, buy something, eat something. You just watch. You 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 just watch today. Those will be going over there to go and buy something. Just watch. Yeah. People don't buy books. Don't buy other things. But what do they buy? Kebab and Coca-Cola consistently. And some people just go and buy fufu and aponchi kakra. That's what they buy. Oh, it's not true. Yeah. But it's like food is the most basic thing that we constantly need. That is why when we are fasting next week, how many are fasting from tomorrow? Don't lie. Put your hands down. How many are fasting from tomorrow? I'm counting three for all liars to put their hands down then the real fastest will be left behind. Raise your... Yeah, uh, 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 uh. Like, I'll add you to the fast. Yeah. Clap for the fastest. I mean, I didn't see your hand. 
hand was up. Technical group, I didn't see your hand. Hey, raise your hand, brothers. We are here fasting. Amen. Why is a fast so important? It is the greatest sacrifice you can make. Many don't sacrifice, then you won't do any other sacrifice. If you can't lay down your food, that is your basic rights. I wonder what sacrifice you make then. Are, are, are you with me? And so tomorrow we are fasting. I didn't hear amen. amen. Tomorrow, praise God, we are fasting. Amen. I didn't hear, thank God, we are fasting. Thank God, we are fasting. Hallelujah. But listen, if you don't fast, if, if you don't, if you don't work, should you eat? Amen. And and those who try to eat without working, that is why we have so many scammers and so many criminals in our system. You see, when we say work, we also mean a certain kind of physical efforts and labor and energy being spent. Those who sit down at the computer, they say they are working. They say they are working, and it's a kind of work. But it's a, not the work that brings, you see, that's, that kind of work is a criminal work. It's a stealing work. Amen. Amen. Look, tap your neighbor and say, look, if you have ever entered into any of these things, get out of it. Young men, young men are very prone to getting into these scamming things. A young man told my son that he's looking for a white woman to marry. When he marries her, she'll take care of him. That's all. He says, when he marries her, what will happen? She will take care of him. Yeah. Is it, is it, what kind of person is this? A person who doesn't want to work, but he wants to eat. So he's going to what? Exploit somebody. Hallelujah. Are you listening? Now listen to this. Listen carefully. Do we agree that you must work? Do we agree that if you don't work, you're doing something wrong? Because somebody, you see, every food you eat, somebody bought it. Even if your mother cooks wache and you go and eat the wache, is it free? It's lost income. The, the, I mean, there is no, there's nothing free. If somebody buys you a drink and you drink it, is it free? Is it free? It's not free. That is why, listen carefully, that is why eating without work is stealing. Except when it's your parents who are taking care of you deliberately. Amen. Amen. Except, and if you are a parent too, you to take care of your children. One mother told her daughter, it's time you brought money home. Tell somebody nonsense. Hey, say it well, nonsense. Never tell your child, no, any parents here, never tell your child, bring money home. Are you listening? Hey, you mind me again. Are you listening? Never tell your child, bring money home. You, the parents, you are supposed to be responsible for your child. Otherwise, don't born. Don't born. Don't bring a child into this world who will be floating. Tell the young men, you young men, you are the ones who will be born and walk away. 
Point at a young man. Take your finger and warn him. You young man. Point at a young man and warn him. You Mr. Young Man. You are the one who went born somewhere and walk away. And leave the child to just survive. No, 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 no. Amen. Without working, every kind of eating is, brings a problem of some kind. Eating without working, somebody is suffering, somebody is laboring, somebody is struggling, somebody has worked and you are chopping. There will always be some kind of a problem. Are you listening to this? Now, you, as you sit here, what are you? You are two worlds person, spirits and body. As you sit here, there's a spirit man inside and there's a body man outside. And so we are two in one. We live in two worlds. It means that you must work in two worlds. You must work in two worlds or else in one world, one world where you don't work, you have nothing. In one world, if you work only in one world, in that world, you receive a reward. You have money and you have food and you get something. But in the world where you don't work, in that world, you, have, you shouldn't eat. You shouldn't get any reward. You shouldn't have anything. Mr. Man, please pay attention. Yeah. It means in the world where you don't work, you deserve nothing. I become quiet this morning. And if you are not working in the spirit world, tell anybody, hey, don't die. Stay alive for many, many years. Don't die. Because there's nothing waiting for you there. Tap your neighbor and say, don't die. I beg you, please. Aim for 99 or 100 or 105. 100, tell them, aim for 100. Or 105 or 103 or something like that. Don't die at all. Because if you die without working in the spirit world and you go to the spirit world, you'll be shocked. There's nothing there waiting for you. You'll be surprised that you have come to heaven. I, I remember many, many years ago, some young man, he wrote an exam. And he said the exam was easy. Pa, oh, how? Charlie, it be cocoa. Have you heard that before? Exam be cocoa, pa, it be easy. I mean, he was saying how, Charlie, the question one, day, I go fit. Question two, I go fit. Question three, I did. Question four, I must have. Question five, easy. He was giving us raps. Then we were all afraid. We were all afraid that Charlie, the guy, he has done the thing. When the results came on the notice board, Uh, when the results came, this guy came, he was in town. When the results came, so he came from town to come and check the results on the notice board. As, as he was coming, I didn't see him myself, but my friend saw him. As he was coming, he was holding a big bread with butter inside. <laughs> as he was coming to check the results on the notice board, which exam? The cocoa exam. When he saw the results, he lost appetite. <laughs> he lost appetite. He just threw the bread away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the cocoa, 
cocoa bread. Hallelujah. If you don't work in this world, whichever world it is, you shouldn't eat. And if you do eat, you are doing something wrong. But in this world, you can do something wrong and get away. In this natural world, you can do small, small lies and you'll be caught. True or not true? How many have lied? After today, I've not been caught. You told a lie. Today, after today, you have escaped the lie. Can I see your hand? Everybody is guilty as charged. How many have stolen before? And up to today, you have not been caught. That city you stole, you got away with it. Can I see your hand? Gifty, can I see your hand? You've not stolen before. You've stolen before. Someone like you haven't stolen before. Since you are born, you have stolen. She was caught. <laughs> yeah. No, so in the spirit world, that, there in that world, there's no lying, no stealing. Because God, who is the judge there, he sees everything in that spirit world. There's no lying, no cheating, no stealing, no kululu, no dariga, no under, nothing, nothing in that world. Nothing mysterious, nothing. Because in that world, the God who is there, he sees everything. And so I'm telling you this morning, he who doesn't work, that's why you should work. Because if you don't work, you eat. You have nothing, no reward. And my sister, young lady, are you listening to me? Stop, don't, don't know. Look, Asher starts his influence. Because I'm listening, I'm saying very important things you have on your phone, playing, playing games. What are playing games? Yeah, you can't see. You're sending WhatsApp. If you don't eat, you don't work, you shouldn't eat. If you don't work, no reward. In both worlds. In both worlds. And so, working in the natural world will bring you food, natural food to eat. Now, working in the spiritual world will also bring you a blessing. That's why, go to Exodus what? Exodus what? Ah. You have mastered it. Those who were quiet, you are in court. Exodus what? Three. Two, three, two, five. Yeah, and it says what? You settle and you bless you. That is the reward in the spiritual world. That where you serve the Lord, he will bless you. Whereas in the natural world, when you work hard, you will eat. Are, are you listening to me? Yeah. And if you don't work, you have nothing in that world. Hallelujah. Listen to me. I want this year. Listen, when we say a year of work, it is actually a year of blessing that is coming your way. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't hear loud amen. amen. Why are people looking for jobs? Because they want to work. No, they want food. That's that's why really people are looking for work. They don't want to uh, you. Do you like work? Do you like work? No. We don't like work. But working is the only way we will get food and clothes and rent to pay. That's why that's we are working. So we are working for the food we will get. For the blessing that follows us. Hallelujah. Amen. And so this year, when we say a year of work, you can change it and write a year of blessings. Because God will bless you as you work. God will turn your life around as you work. 
you'll be amazed that things will start working as you work. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And if you also pay attention clearly, carefully, you will find that some of us, we have not moved forward in life. Some of us, we have been very much in the same place for a long time. Because no blessing. No blessing. And so this year, we have come to work for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, question two is answered. Who should you work for? Who should you work for? Amen. Who should you work for? Hey, I can't hear you. Who should you work for? Work for God. How many have ever worked before for somebody and they didn't pay you? You worked. Oh, no, you work for either an office, a job, a contract. A, a, some, you work four months and you are not paid. Who else? Who has done more than four months? Three months. You are not good. You are not catch. catch. How many months? One month. You are only small. Six months. You are the champion so far. Six months. Yes. One year. Stand up. We'll clap for you. You work for one year and they didn't pay you. Hey! And you are working too. One year. You are the champion. I've been deposed. Can I see those who have worked for work and not been paid before? Yeah. How, how long did you work? One month. They didn't pay you. No, you left. Straight away, I won't work again. You are still there. You left. Yeah. And, and you see, listen, listen, you can see it's not only one person who has worked and not been paid. Let's count. Please lift your hands. How many have worked and were not paid? Let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hey, a lot of eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, six. Choristers. Hey, all the pastors. All the pastors have been caught like that before. About twenty something. Almost half of us in this room or something have worked and not been paid. Do you know what it means? It means this evil is common among men. This evil of working. And, you see, how many have not been have not had this experience before? You have never worked and not been paid before. Can I see your hand? You have oh every work you do, you are paid. Can I see your hand? Oh, can I see your raise your hand? Why are you shy? Raise your hand well. Every work you are paid. Yeah. Good. L- raise your hand. Your own is coming. <laughs> your own is coming. No, no, no. It's not that big. It's coming. It's the nature of man. 50% are like that. Yeah. 50% are like that. You work and you are not paid. Or you are underpaid. Or you are giving half the money and the rest they didn't come. That one. Can I see that hand to you? Those are... Hey, that was the question I should have asked. Those who work, you are paid half and the rest doesn't come. Less than half. That's the end of it. Yeah. That's man. Onipa, you're bad. True or not true? They say fear woman, but I think Onipa, you're bad, is more, <laughs> is more dangerous. That is why this morning, I want you to decide to work for God. I want you to decide to work for God. 
Hallelujah. Listen to me carefully. Listen carefully. Work for God. Amen. Work for God. Working for man is dangerous because one, he may not pay you. Two, he may pay you small. Or three, he just give you part payment, deposit, and then walk away. And sometimes I met a person who was working when there was no pay, and he kept working, hoping that one day they'll pay him. Sometimes they just keep working and working because one day they'll pay me one day to come. Sometimes the one day never comes. I mean, sometimes to, when it comes for six months, they'll pay you two months. And then you yeah, have let, let, let go. Amen. I want us this year to work for God. Hallelujah. Work for God. Amen. Why is it hard to work for God? What I'm saying has been said many, many times before. What I'm saying is not a new thing. But why is it hard? Why, why is it so hard for many of us to work for God? Do you know why it is so hard? Because work is hard. Because work is hard. But a certain... Two days ago, I employed some young men to clear some gravel for me, one of our projects. A heap of gravels, chippings, that was standing on the ground. And I told them, level it. Where it was, a a greater excavator couldn't get there. So we had to use labor to move it. And the guys, four guys, five of them, one was a small boy, four, four guys, we get a contract, go and work and move all the chippings and spread it on the ground. And they were happy. Oh, yes. They were very happy. I mean, I came that morning, they came with their shovels and wheelbarrow, and they were very happy. They're coming to move the chippings to spread it out. How many have shoveled chippings before? <laughs> chippings. It's not like sand. Chippings is heavy. So when they came, they came to shovel their chippings. Hey, I was watching them. I was watching them. And they shoveled their chippings into the wheelbarrow, move it to one side, tip it, come back. And I was watching them. They were five. Then they were four. <laughs> then they became four. I was there. Then they became three. One man was saying that, oh, I'm going to drink water. <laughs> then he went and perched against the wall. Then there became two. When I went and came back, they had all run away. All of them had run away. And my work was what? Left standing there. A huge, I can show you a picture of the heap of gravels, big heap, standing there. So the next day, I got more workers to come. Do you know what happened? They didn't come. They have heard from the other people that there's work at my church sites. So they didn't come. They also just dodge us. So finally, today my church members are going to clear it. Do you know why they didn't come? The work is hard. The work is hard. And, and listen, listen. 
some work, even if they will pay you. It's so hard. I won't do it. Some work. Even if they say they will pay you 1,000 CDs, 1,005, it is the, the worker, you know, you can't do it. So they look at it, then they walk away and say, no, I won't do it. I'll be hungry. Or I'll, I'll, I'll give the money, but I won't do it. Amen. Because it's so hard. One of the reasons why many of us don't work for God is because the work is so hard. God's work is actually very hard. Amen. It is. Caring for people, coming to church early, coming to work. Every, many aspects of working for God is actually very hard. Look at, look at this scripture here. Numbers 11. Numbers 11, verse 11. And Moses said unto the Lord, Wherefore hast thou afflicted thy servants? I mean, give me a modern version. Moses said to the Lord, why are you treating me, your servant, so miserably? What did I do to to deserve the burden of people like this? It's a burden. Moses was complaining about working for God and the people God had given him. It was a hard work. Amen. Amen. It was a burden. But you see, this, this statement doesn't tally easily with what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. Matthew 11 verse 28. Because this is, you see, Moses is seeing the work of God that is very hard. Now look at what Jesus is telling us. Come unto me. This is a well-known scripture. True or not true? Hey, are we all here? Listen carefully. He said, come unto me. All ye that labor, labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rests. Verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find what? Rest for your souls. And verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, many of us, we are finding the work of God hard. So hard that you don't come and do it. So hard that you find only a few people are willing to work for God. And the reason is that, is verse 28, what Jesus said. Come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. So, number one, you have a labor. We all have burdens. True or not true? We all have burdens and we all have work we are doing. That is hard. But look at verse 29. Take my yoke upon you. Jesus is saying that for us to do his work, we have to what? Take the yoke. Take the yoke on us. 
this is the catch okay it is an exchange it is an exchange give him your yoke and then you will take his yoke hallelujah are you listening give him what your yoke and your burden and then you take his yoke and his burden on us but many of us don't we don't give him our yokes and we try and add his yoke to us that's how come it becomes such a big burden hallelujah that's how come you are so overburdened because you are busy trying to balance your life and then trying to balance the assignment given to you in church to work for god to work for god you must trust him that's what they asked jesus how can we work the works of god he said believe believe on him who he has sent you must believe amen you must believe on whom god has sent so one to work for god you must believe believe on him who has been sent to you now you must also be able to lay your burdens down to pick up his burden nobody can ever give an offering if you are worried about your bills no once your own bills are still a factor a major factor in front of you you have school fees to pay rent to pay and light bill to pay you will not give a good offering true or not true yeah because you you have your own burden that you are carrying and so when jesus brings his burden you can't add it to what you are carrying and carry both it doesn't work it's too heavy and then you drop it so the solution is to lay down your burden lay down your burden and then take his and you can only lay down your burden if you trust him if you have faith in him we walk by faith not by sight if you have faith in jesus then you can lay down your burden and then take his you can only you see you can only give a good offering when you decide that my my concern now is how the church can still keep functioning if that becomes your concern are you listening to me if that becomes your worry and your concern not how i will eat but how the church finishes projects how will the church finish that building how will the church finish all the work is doing if that becomes your concern that i'm i'm concerned about how church is going to finish building all the 48 buildings we are building then you'll be able to give something and then you have your own bill how will i pay my rents then you say god will provide you think i'm not serious you think i'm not serious yeah this money i want us to lay a foundation that the only way you can serve god is by taking his burden and putting yours down the only way you can believe in god is to set him this is what i want to do to live is christ this is what i want to do and you cannot serve god if you are worried 
about yourself. No. You, can, you cannot serve God well if your, your concern is how will I eat? Hey, if I'm trying to eat, do I care about your, what you will eat? No. When I'm trying to feed myself and my children, that is my major concern. It is only when I decide that I will set aside my need that I can meet somebody else's need. Let me ask you a question. How many have seen a parent who didn't eat but gave his food to his children? How many have seen some before? You have seen some before. A parent who, who was also hungry, but there was not much food in the house. So what did he do? What did he do? Lay down his need. Are you here this morning? Lay down what his need and his burden. Though I am also hungry, but at this moment I choose to set your need higher than mine. And I, I know that this thing I'm doing, I won't die. I know that I will not die over missing one meal or missing something. So a parent is willing to lay down his bedding and take up the child's bedding and satisfy him. You're very quiet this morning, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm breaking something in your mind. Amen. That is why you can only give a good offering or even pay your tithe well if you are concerned. How will church work? How will church function? How will church keep building? If you never think that thought, how will church continue doing what it's doing? You will never give a good offering. You will never give a good offering. You always give peanuts. You give five CD, two CD, one CD. You will give like a beggar who is begging you for money. Hey, collect and go. Collect something and go. That's how, are you listening to me? That's how your offering will be every single time. Collect five cities, ten cities, something, and go. Because I'm not thinking, how will church do what it has to do? When you start thinking like that, how will church do what it has to do? Suddenly, how will God, how will, how will the work of God continue? Then suddenly, your mind will change. and say, hey, let me give this. Then what about your bill? I will sort it out later. I will, I will come to it later. But for now, that I'm here in the church building and I see a need that has to be met, let me do that one first. Me, I'll eat later. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll, I mean, tonight I'll manage. But let me just sort out the need. Only when you take up the burden of somebody else in place of your own burden. I did hear an amen this morning. Amen. That's the only way you can take his yoke by laying down your yoke. And the only way is that you must believe, not hear and understand, but believe. Believe means I put my trust in him. Many of us Christians maybe don't believe in Jesus very deeply. I'm, I'm sure you'd be surprised at what people are doing. This, this morning, I mean, come. 
this, this, this young man who has finished Bible school, next two weeks, is going on missions. I thought you clap for him. You will go some. Yeah. Next, next two weeks, he's going on mission. He's going to a country, Madagascar. Have you been there before? No, please. Do you know what is there? No, please. What are you expecting? I'm expecting to go and work for God. Is it good or bad or difficult or hard? I don't know. I don't know. He's going to throw his life somewhere. That's faith. I don't know what will happen, but I'm going out to go and work for God. Ask your neighbor, will you do such a thing? Tap your neighbor. Please tap your neighbor. Ask him, will you do? If you say yes, get up and come right now. Those who will say yes, I'm waiting for you. Please tap your neighbor and ask him, will you do such a thing? How many said yes? She said yes. If you say yes, I'm waiting for you. Come now and join us. Then we are going on missions. Many of us have not, have not thought about laying down your burden because you are holding on to your burden. I have school fees. I have rent. I have a job to do. I have my life to live. And then how can you add the Lord's burden? How can you work for God? How can you add God's work to your work when you are so busy, you are so tired yourself already? It cannot work. It cannot work. There's no space for any extra work in your life. You have to lay down something. Amen. You have to lay down, you have to lay down something. And in that choice, many of you, you lay down God's work, then you hold on to your own. That's why men keep cheating you. That's why you are so unhappy. That's why you are struggling. Because we are working for men and not for God. But may you start working for God. May you work for God. Amen. I want you to... Our our time is up. We'll continue next week. But I want you to go and ponder this thing. Why should I work for God? Why should I work for God? I want you to go and ponder this thing. Next week, tomorrow, we are fasting. Amen? As you fast, this will be a, a, a question I want us to think about throughout the fasting season. How to work for God and how to lay down our burdens that God will take up our burdens and then he will meet our needs while we also meet his needs on this earth. Put your hands together this morning. Shall we stand to our feet? Hallelujah. Put your hands on your hearts or your head or your stomach. I'm looking for your inner man. I don't know where your inner man is. Your stomach, your head, your heart, all over you. And I want to ask your inner man, are you working? Are you working for God? Are you working for God? Is there any labor in you that is minded towards God? Anything you are doing that is God-oriented. God is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Is there anyone like that? Here, that inner man, that inner man. Let him rise up and wake. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
I want us to enter a new season of mindful, deliberate labor for God. Mindful, deliberate labor for God. That is our aim. We are working for God. And as we work for God, the reward that God has for us will come to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But this morning as we gather here, maybe you are invited, you came by yourself. But at the end of it, all is heaven. That is the ultimate aim for everyone here. But you, as you are here, you are not sure you are going to heaven. You, as you are here, you don't know what it means to give your life to Jesus. Or you don't know what it means to be born again. But I'm glad you came. That this morning you have a chance to give your life to Jesus and become born again. And if you are here this morning, wherever you are, you are not sure you are going to heaven. But you want to go to heaven. Do me a favor. Just lift your right hand. Uh, Pastor, I want to go to heaven. I'm not sure. But I, I, I don't know how to get there. I don't know the way there. But I want to go there. And if you are here like that, wherever you are, do me a favor and lift your right hand. Just lift your right hand. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to follow him to heaven. I want to know how to get out of this earth and be sure that when I die, I'm going to heaven. Wherever you are, just your right hand. Just your right hand. Is there any hand anywhere? There's no hand. Father, thank you so very much for this gathering, this uh, we who are here. Thank you for calling us. Help us as we work for you to find success and satisfaction in that work. Thank you so very much for our salvation is our greatest blessing in Jesus name Amen When he ran to me he took me in his arms held my head to his chest said my son's come home We believe the word of God has come through to you Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.